you. Welcome to Last Dish, where we dive into the recipes of outlier hospitality leaders. And the mindsets that got them there. Hey, you. Welcome to The Last Dish. My name is Chef Stephen El Hassan, along with my co-host, Adam Smith. Today, we are with Jen Tripuka from the one and only Hoboken Girl, the go-to lifestyle resource for everything in Hoboken, Jersey City. This one is a little different. She's not a restaurateur, but she is an entrepreneur and has a massive brand and a cult following within our Hudson County community. She tells us about her story while also her favorite spots within Hudson County. We ask her about how she stays organized, how she continues to grow her well-respected brand, while also gives us insight on how to market yourself and your business. This is a more unique compared to our usual restaurateur interviews, but it's a real fun, interesting conversation, and I hope you guys enjoy. Let's get it. So before being the news source of Hoboken, because you're the person to ask <laughs> yeah. what's going on in relevancy, why don't you give us a quick rundown of like, you know, your past before, I know that you worked at Condé Nast, but just give yeah. us a little quick background before Hoboken Girl. Yeah, so I actually, before Condé Nast, I was an editor there. Um, I was a school counselor. I had a, I have a master's in school counseling and I was working in a public school for like five years. And, um, I started Hoboken Girl on the that? side. It was in Bloomfield, oh, New nice. Jersey. Cool. Yeah. So um, it was a cool, it was a great job. I loved working with kids, but I just loved to write. And so I started writing about where I was living. And uh, that yeah. was during the school years. Yeah, yeah. Before coming out. Yeah, it was okay. kind of like that. And then because of that writing experience and my social media experience that I really gained through Hoboken Girl, about like four years into Hoboken Girl, I got the job at Condé Nast. Um, I applied. I just like applied to be an editor, and um, somehow they believed my. What, what part of Condé Nast <laughs> did you work for? Because Condé Nast is massive. Yeah. It has a huge conglomerate. Brides Magazine. Brides Magazine. So, yeah, Brides cool. Magazine. Um, were, were you? You were golf. Yeah, golf digest. Yeah, that was on our same floor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, tr- you crushed too. it, right? I, I did absolutely nothing to be honest. <laughs> did you get canned or something? Like, soon no, no, are you left early? No, I, I, I. They, they were trying to find things for me to do. It was an internship, and then after they offered me GQ magazine. Actually, Adam, they offered me a the job. Cover. The cover. <laughs> the cover. The <laughs> cover. No. It was the guy. I was getting paid to give coffee. But anyways, yeah. so you're, what year were you at Condé Nast? I was there 2015 to 17. Oh, wow. Yeah, and then I took Hoboken Girl full-time in 2017. What was that transition like? You know, from having a full-time position, you were getting paid, obviously, week to week. Yeah. You're with your benefits. You have a guaranteed position. You know, there's something to be said for it because as much as like people crave security and all of that stuff, there's just something so exciting about changing to an entrepreneurial lifestyle where yes, you might have not as much security in your job, but you also have the ability to like continue to earn and create and do whatever it is that really drives your passion as long as it makes money, obviously. So, um, yeah, it was a big change though. I definitely think that it made me realize that what, people do on a daily basis running their own business it's the hardest thing there sure. is it's just it's it's a lot there's never a dull moment yeah <laughs> what well, was there some was there was there something and um was there a specific moment that you were like you know what i'm i'm over this and i'm gonna do hope like how did you i think yeah. a lot of people are always like i want to start my own business i want to do this i want to do that but like there's never was there a specific moment that happened that you were like do you know what i'm gonna actually do this you know, there. it was probably about six to eight months before I left Condé. I said, you know, I can't believe I'm doing this for someone else. 
Like I want to do it for myself because I was an editor. Yeah. And so I said, I really think that Hoboken Girl, it's either I do it or I give it up because I'm just overwhelmed. Like I was working weekends, nights, mornings before work. And uh, I just really, I went through my like numbers and just everything about that and, and said, okay, can I do this? Can I like create my salary to at least like hold myself over. And, um, and then after six months of kind of figuring all that out is when I said, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to new year, new me. <laughs> Love that. That's awesome. Yeah. It was hard though. It's, yeah. it's, it's stressful. Yeah. So I want to thank you again. Cause yeah. I think without you, with my first company, Hoboken happy hours, yeah. the awareness that you gave us, like we wouldn't be here Aww. without you. So thank Please. you. Of course. Um, you guys do a great, can, do a great job. I so. appreciate that. Can you, Talk to any kind of mention at school. Well, sorry, when you were working at a school yeah. as a counselor, um, you started right about where you lived, obviously Hoboken. Yeah. Can you kind of dive into that a bit more? Like, wh- why Hoboken Girl? Like, how'd you get your start? Yeah. Like, the starting points of like just writing and kind of where that looked like, and then kind of bring it to where we are today. Absolutely. So, this is kind of, I've never really like shared this fact with a lot of people. I kind of have it in my, my bio now, but my grandparents had textile factories in Hudson County. So I've have roots here, you know, Mm -hmm. um, my parents were here all the time, but I really never, um, you know, visited Hoboken until I was in my early teens and late teens. And so I just really fell in love with the area and I ended up wanting to move here after college. I moved to DC for a year, then moved here. And I think, you know, once I got here, I felt like there's a lot of stuff going on here, but I don't know where to find out about it. Like, I just don't feel like there's anything really to share that. Like there's, there were, there were blogs, there were a few magazines, but I didn't feel like it was like a core source. Um, and I didn't think of it as like, that's going to be my next business venture, but totally. I just was like, I'm going to just start writing about stuff. Cause I love to, I'd always had, um, you know, blogs that I'd written. Like I had my own little, like MySpace journal, like all those things at the yeah. time you guys probably, uh, maybe remember those. Oh, or- for sure. <laughs> yeah, you want like soundtrack? What song did you have Tom's on your MySpace? Oh my God, Tom's I'm a trying to remember, like maybe third eye blind. <laughs> <laughs> good choice. Good choice. Good choice. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was. So I always had that stuff. I was really into social media when it first started. And as much as, you know, it's so much hard work and, uh, you know, where it's grown to be is really never where I imagined it to be. I do think that um, in the beginning, it was like a little bit of right place, right time. Like it was like the start of Instagram, the start of Facebook, you know, was maybe a few years prior, but Mm -hmm. it was really like a time where people were just kind of figuring this all out. Yeah, It was still Mm -hmm. so raw. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And figuring out what kind of vehicle you can do this. Yeah. So, I mean, in the beginning, I mean, now... You know, you guys cover everything, we do. right? How did it start? What did you start with? Because that's probably very overwhelming. Did you start with food? Did you start with beauty? Yeah. Did you start with real estate? What did you start it's with? It's a good question. I, if I'm trying to remember, you know, it really kind of became, if the one article that jumps out, it was like, I wrote about like new, uh, the Jersey Shore cast coming mm-hmm. to Hoboken. I don't mm-hmm. know if you remember, if you guys were here yet. They, yeah. they come to a bar or something it, or what? No, they like, we're going to shoot their reality oh, show in that. Hoboken. Oh, I remember like oh, the right. rumor of it. Yeah. And yes. it, so it was like, I wrote like an open letter to them to like not come here. <laughs> yeah, I actually, yeah, and actually, I, don't, I think yeah. got momentum. And it really, that was when it was like spike in traffic. And I was like, oh, pop culture mixed with local, you know, and that's really something that as much as we cover lots of different things, we try to always weave in like the pop culture of course, like a the, little bit. Like just, the Eli Manning situation. Yeah, just people, things that people enjoy. Yeah. Um, so it's not just here's your local hard news. It's like, this is something that's happening big picture. Like, you know, the green shirt guy that was like laughing at, do you guys remember this? Uh, no. At like a, he was at, 
someone was like protesting and he's like the green shirt guy was like really laughing. So we use that as a meme. Like it's just like these, I'll show it to you guys later. (laughs) But um, he's like all over the gifts. But uh, yeah, so we really did start to, um, I mean, when I started, it was just me. It was just me for about um, three or four years. Whoa. Yeah. But you're writing um, everything. I was writing everything. Yeah. Maybe it was two or three years, but then Kate, um, you guys know Kate Lombardo Mm -hmm. from Hudson yoga project. Now, um, she was a teacher at the time and she, she kind of pitched her position to me. I really didn't even think about it as anything, but being just like a writer in town and just writing stuff. And, uh, she was like, I would love to help you with some marketing. You know, my web developer was helping me a little bit. And then we started to be able to monetize. Um, and that, was really when it was the first time I thought, oh, this can be something more. It really was a hobby. It was a passion project. It wasn't something that... For two or three years? It yeah. Was a, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. And then, um, you know, we had a rebranding of just like our logo and that really became something that just sticks out. Um, so it was, it was just a slow build. I really don't have any business or marketing experience. That's awesome. <laughs> it's, but it's awesome the fact that, and, and, and it strikes a chord because it's the same thing. Like, hope we can have your start as just a, a need of like a fun project, my yeah. background in digital marketing, build a site. There's a lot of bars in town. Like totally. it was just kind of, but it sounds similar to you and uh, accidentally turned into a business. <laughs> exactly. Um, it's like, but, oh, okay. <laughs> so what, what now does your day to day look like as uh, as CEO? What is your actual official title? <laughs> well, every day is Head very of different. Yeah, of course. Um, I am actually a, I've realized I woke up for, I guess the last 25, 29 years of my life. And I was, I woke up really early and I realized that I actually hate that. So I <laughs> <laughs> make your own rules now. So I make my own rules now. Love that. Um, but I, I honestly like I sleep till like eight thirty, nine 9 o'clock. Yeah. Like, and if I don't, I've, it's, you know, there's something crazy going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've realized that I'm such a better worker from like three to nine o'clock. Mm. And so I, you know, really kind of handle like home stuff, work out in the morning, 12 o'clock, I go into the office. Um, and my team's usually Arielle, who's on my team. She's usually there, um, handling stuff. And a lot of the people are freelancers and remote workers. So I check in with them. Uh, when I work out, I'm always on the treadmill and I'm like checking emails. So I mm-hmm. kind of like start my day just like a nice 3.5 pace. Yeah, exactly. I see you. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> nice fast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like two five. So yeah, I can yeah. like really focus. Nice. Sometimes if I'm on a, I'll like do a call in the morning, like I'll schedule it during my workout. If I like can go a low incline. Nice. Um, and then, yeah, I'm usually, you know, with my team, especially Tuesdays and Wednesdays, we're hardcore in the office, like really doing a lot of, meetings and social media ideas, planning the calendar. And then from there we, you know, we kind of disperse on Thursday, Friday. I'm a big proponent of like, you know, live your life. Like my Ariel, my assistant works, uh, Monday through Wednesday in the office. And then she goes to, uh, her boyfriend lives in Puerto Rico. So she works Thursday, Friday, sometimes from Puerto Rico. Oh wow. And so she's just casually yeah. flying to Puerto Rico. Every <laughs> commute, day. man. Just I commute, know, yeah. just a quick commute. I want to be your I assistant. Yeah. <laughs> as, and it's like, it's like as long as, as long as you get your work done, yeah. I, don't I don't give care a shit. What email, like, where you're answering You could your be in Timbuktu yeah. writing emails to me. As long as it gets done, I don't care. Sure. So, I think that's what's nice yeah. about your industry too, is in that regard, like it, whatever works for you. And yeah. then, as long as you're getting stuff done by the end of the day, mm-hmm. if you're getting it done by, you know, 11 o'clock at night, it's getting done 100%. before the next day. It's getting yeah. published. Yeah. And I have a smart big figuring tip. out what works. I don't know if you guys know you can schedule emails now Ooh, for Gmail. For Gmail. Oh, yeah. it's the best thing ever. Like it's, I didn't know that. It's like I schedule them for 8 a.m. So yeah. even when I'm sleeping, I'm working. Is that little arrow by the send button? <laughs> nice. What? The little arrow by the send button? 
Yeah, it's like a little drop down and you could and schedule, you schedule email and it can be like 8 a.m. And so if you also like think of something and you're like, it's weird if I email this person at 3 a.m. on a Saturday, <laughs> like yeah, then you could schedule for Monday morning at 8 a.m. And like they're like, That's wow, so she's on it. I love it. Cause actually this week specifically, <laughs> yeah. I waited till today to send out some cold emails Yeah. because with the holiday on Monday and then it's Tuesday, I was like, maybe they're busy. Like It's a mental so game. So I could have done that yesterday and scheduled it for today. It sounds yeah. like a Tinder thing. Correct. Like, you really put game into it. Yeah. Like, one, you should you can literally, oh, hell yeah. I, That's so a I thing. really, I mean, I don't subscribe to the four-hour work week, like, you know, that book. Mm-hmm. I think it's a little too small of a window. That's yeah. crazy. But I really try to you know, make my hours count and condense where I can. So, you know, I'll sit and I'll be like, okay, I have to email all these people. I'm going to run through my inbox. I actually deleted my, um, my email on my phone because I find that I can do it on my iPad if I really have to whip it up and I'm always distracted by it. So I really schedule like three times a day where I'm like hardcore responding. Mm. And then I, the rest of the time I'm like face to face. Yeah, I gotta do that. And you know, it, I love that. It really and I turn off uh, text notifications. Sorry, I'm giving you all these tech yeah. things, but no, they but that's, really no, that's are really like insightful because that's yeah. you know, it's something I feel like you know, it, being an entrepreneur and leading a team, um, there's certain things that you have to totally. figure out what works best for you. Yeah. So you know, with those things, well, how about you just staying focused? Is there yep. a certain thing that you have like goals every week? Like, what makes you successful? How do you get all these things done on a day to day basis? Yeah. So I have you know my team is really great in that we have like a big master calendar which has like all of our stuff that's happening and the interesting thing about media is that we have many different parts for what we've created like Hoboken Girl we we have a volunteer organization we have you know a uh, our events coordination and all the events that we host and then we also have our media and then we have marketing so it's like kind of four different things in one thing but I would say you know, I always, in the beginning of the year, I'm a big goals person. I don't like resolutions, but I like, like, here are the 20 things I'm going to do this year. Like in 2020, I do Mm. those types of lists and I create them for my home, my like life and my, you know, my work. So yeah, so I create those and then I kind of just try to really check off a few per month if possible. I feel like goals goals is really important because goals is, are just a deadline to dreams. You know, it gives mm-hmm. you such, because dreaming about something, dreaming about something is just daydreaming. Totally. But Last creating goals is like you're creating a deadline on those things and actually getting steps forward to, to accomplish 100%. the dream. 100%. And I mean, last year, my goal was, you know, one of my goals was start a podcast and we did it. You know, it's just kind of when you write it down, it just really solidifies it for you. And sometimes you don't make all of them, right? 20 yeah. is a lot right. in but a year. But some of them yeah. itch, itch yeah. you and you're like, okay, wait. Gotta do go it. Gotta this. do it. And it's good to review. You feel also really great at the end of the year. Yeah. So with everything yeah. you have going on, what would you say? Hoboken girl is a blank company. As far as like, what is what, it? What do you, what do you what call it? Right. Media. Blog, media. I would media. say media company cool. at this okay. point. Yeah. We're, it's like bigger than a blog. Yeah. People say, oh, much bigger, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's funny. We've wanted to change our like handles a little bit because it, I think it does actually change the, you know, blog just sounds a little mm. more casual when mm-hmm. we're a media site. I mean, we've mm-hmm. worked, we're working with the Tribeca Film Festival, you know, we're, wow. we're, their, their, we're their exclusive partner in Hoboken or no their, way. their like local partner. Yeah. They'll obviously have like, Congrats. National. What, thank what, you. What, what yeah. That's big. Exactly. Um, so basically like when they have info about the, you know, what's happening, we share it locally. Cool. Um, you know, it's not an, ex- I say exclusive. It's like they feed us the info first. If we use right. it, they 
you yeah. know, do it. So Why don't you tell cool. us a little about that actually. Cause yeah. it's a massive event. Massive. Yeah. I mean, it started by Robert De Niro and a few other people, which I didn't realize until, and they started it in 2001. Um, right wow, after, I didn't, know, I didn't realize it was that recent. Yeah. Because they wanted to revitalize the downtown, uh, Manhattan when they, you know, after September 11th and everything. Mm-hmm. So they created, uh, this and, and they're coming to Hoboken and it's really exciting. Is this um, the first year? This is the first, first year time, yeah. it's ever yeah. been. I think it's the first year it's ever been in New Jersey. Wow. So it's going to be awesome. It's April, uh, 12th to the 26th, I believe. Okay. Yeah. So April, that'd be awesome. Yeah. And um, yeah, it'll be fun. Who knows? I mean, who knows what will be here versus they're still doing stuff in Manhattan, right. but yeah. it's the fact that they're expanding here means a lot. Shows transition to Hoboken. Yeah. You know, transitioning this into, you know, food and beverage. Yes. What do you think in a, in a marketing perspective, media perspective, what do you think differentiates of food, restaurant, fast casual versus, you know, a small business? Like, how do you think it differentiates? Like, I guess my question is, how does a small business market themselves against a big juggernaut so they can stay relevant and mm-hmm. be successful? I think the personal like the person to person piece for mm. any local business food or not is what differentiates um i think i mean it, it you just know it because going to your business going to any other small business in town whether it's a restaurant bar clothing store i mean i go to mint market all the time i could go to the mall but i love going to mint market because i know the girls that work there i yeah. enjoy talking to them i feel like i'm actually supporting someone's dream instead of really just, just buying going to, something. Just going to Macy's. Going to yeah, emotions. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, you feel like you're conne- the authenticity yeah, and connecting with them. Yeah, I think it's just them. that connection, and, and that's why it's so important with small businesses to really, uh, I mean, obviously support them, but yeah. you know, that's the difference that I think I see with you know small businesses versus um, the big businesses mm-hmm. in our area, which we do yeah. have a lot of, unfortunately, but fortunately there's, there's the positives and negatives to it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So speaking of like the personal connection, I mean, I say this in the most positive way, but Hoboken Girl has like a cult-like following, which is amazing. It's <laughs> oh, in the best you. of ways, very right? Nice. Yeah. Um, I appreciate that. And I'm just that. curious on, Keep it on how you do that because any event, you know, obviously yeah. your articles blow up, but yeah, like yeah, yeah. just events you do sell out immediately um, when you're doing the, the charity your events, lips things like to that. God's ears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but how did you, how did you do that? And maybe it sounds like a lot of it might be that personal touch, but um, what is it about the Hoboken Girl brand that you think? Um, and it's not just girls, you know, it's females, males that, that, that are so religious about you and, um, not just that, but then also if you post something about a new bagel at old bagel, people are, (laughs) you're going to have a wine the next day, regardless of already do typically, but, um, they're going to have a wine because of you. Yeah. And I don't think it's just your massive following. I think it's. I think it's the quality of that yeah, what following. the cult following? Yeah. yeah, you know, that's a question I still ask myself. I mean, I really appreciate you saying that. It's very sweet. And, uh, you know, I, I do see it, but also sometimes you're so in it that you don't even realize. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it's like the events that we have that really drive it home for me sometimes. Because I don't, you know... I don't, I'm not out in the, I mean, I am out in the community all the time, yeah. but like, I'm not with all of our readers all the time, knowing that they're reading this and talking to their friends. You know, I, I don't, I think it's the personal touch too, in a way they know that there's 
humans behind it. They know that I started it and that I run the brand. But I will say that my team, they're all locals. They live locally. They have they they live in Hoboken. They live in Jersey City, Weehawken, Union City. Um, our freelancers all are, are all locals. So we really have kind of been going by the phrase like for locals, by locals. Mm. And I think that really makes a difference because you have these bigger brands that do write about local spots. Like I know like CBS News, no shade, like I love CBS, but yeah. like, you know, the, you know, CBS or like a daily voice, they write about Hoboken sometimes, but usually the person writing it isn't living there. Right. So, you know, I think it's a different thing. I mean, I see, you know, you, you can see the different places and no shade to them. I, I read them all the time. Yeah. But, but I know what you're saying. You're saying that the, the, yeah. the, the, the writers aren't writing about everything. They're writing about their specific market in, the, right. in Hudson County. Yeah. And, I think and then every, they live in Hoboken exactly. and Jersey City and so on and yeah, so forth. Yeah. And everybody has a beat. So I really like, I interview my writers. We FaceTime. I talk to them about like, what's your passion? Like I just hired a freelancer whose her passion is like sports and she worked at ESPN. She just wants to write for fun on the side. And it's great because that's not my beat. That's mm-hmm. not other people's beats. And we need people who are really passionate about what they're writing about. So I love that. That's yeah. Great. Yeah. Very cool. Um, Thank yeah. You. It's, there's another, um, <laughs> that reminds you the few articles I've written. I've actually reached out to them because they're yeah. talking about restaurants that have already closed, you know, a month or two prior. And yeah. to your point of just being local. I know it's um, true. It's hard. Like my assistant is from, isn't from here. And so it was like, it's a crash course. Like right. I have to, I like took her everywhere and I'm like, this is this. Yeah. You, you know, don't even realize the, it though. Yeah. Because it is only one square mile, but there is so much and you don't realize so like there's certain restaurants too. They're like deep in, you know, that like our guests are quote unquote considered as dives. Some mm-hmm. are, you know, some what I mean? are great over there. But like yeah. they're just fantastic to yeah. us. They're not even dives. It's just like, right. those are the spots to right. go to because right. everyone just thinks of the main thing, you I know? know? Yeah. It's been, it's interesting with that. What Which, restaurants do you think are missing in Hoboken? Ooh, like well, food I should have thought about this in, in advance. Yeah. I, I, I should have sent, I should have <laughs> sent no, no, no free, no free. Don't uh, worry, we'll edit it out. We'll be fast forward. You seem like a super <laughs> rational. Um, I'm trying to think. the point. I actually would love a full vegan restaurant here. I don't think there's any place that serves just vegan food uh, and maybe um, not so ne- necessarily allergy friendly. I just think like, you know, zero like animal yeah. Type stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, in Jersey City, there's Subias, there's uh, More Life Cafe, there's Busy Bee, right? Busy Bee, but she she has meat, but she's um, but she does like a lot of vegan prep yeah. and then uh, plant based in Jersey City and in, in uh, Bergen Lafayette. But here. There's really, yes, we have Simply Juiced, but they don't really serve like food, food. Yeah, or like sit meat down. to order. Right. It would be awesome. Oh I my agree. Gosh. Yeah. I would... I would love it. Do you it. think that's a trend that's not going to stop? You think that's like a real, it's, it's a thing that's going to happen. I do I because I'm, I'm not actually a hundred percent vegan, but yeah. I love vegan food. I grew up with it and I love it. So it's just actually an enjoyable food, you yeah. know, just eating plants and, and, uh, I mean, that's you all, know. like I, I, I know we spoke about it on yeah. your podcast, but the, the documentary game changer, have you seen it? Oh, we talked about that. Yeah, yeah it's, it's crazy. it really is a game changer. I was vegan for a week. No way. <laughs> it changed yeah. my husband too. The Mister <laughs> Pizza guy is out here no eating cheeseless pizza. It's Get great. However, I didn't know how to be vegan other than I ate salads without cheese and and See, meat on it. That's the problem. Yeah, and that's you gotta, it. Like, and then know. I was starving. But that's the thing about the restaurant. Yeah, like there has to be certain things that like you know there's so many options. It has to be just a culinary creativity aspect totally. to vegan options. Then yeah. it becomes a lot more a lot easier to be a vegan. Because you don't have salad every single day, but there is like, you know, having beans and cauliflower and all these vegetables that you can yeah. recreate into something. Yeah, else. I just don't know the options. So yeah. I went a week. It was good. I was very hungry every 90 minutes. See, and that's, yeah. But again, I wasn't doing it right. And I understand that. Um, 
I don't know. Maybe I'll try it again. Or, <laughs> yeah, or maybe, maybe just like do lunches or something. Pistachios every other hour. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a very, it's a really interesting, I mean, if it's done right, it's a really, it can be really good and yeah. really filling and you don't feel like you're hungry. Yeah, so that's, yeah, <laughs> you need protein. Right. All right. So last dish, we're obviously focused on food and beverage, yeah. hospitality. Um, from a food side of things, and I can only speak from Hoboken Happy Hour side because we started as you know bar centric, beers, wine, that kind of thing. We would post different photos. This was 2014, but yeah. six months in, we posted a photo of food, and it like tripled every engagement <laughs> aspect yeah. ever. Um, is do you see something similar? I mean, the skyline's beautiful, so that's probably good for you. <laughs> but um, is food up there on the engagement, or is it? Yeah, uh, other things. food is. I think that people love a good cheese pull. They love yeah. a good. Why do you think that is? Just food in general. I think- it's like it's side. that Pavlov's dog. Like people see it and then they're they're salivating. Like it's mm-hmm. just uh, you know it's something that we like. I mean, I love watching like even your videos. You guys do awesome ones. Um, it, it's just something about it. Like that's relatable. Yeah, so they're, yeah. They're, everybody, can, everyone knows they can food. like accomplish yeah. it. Like they can get totally. there. Yeah, they it's can, attainable. They can actually go to that From place. The moment that you're born to the moment you die, you have <laughs> to all consume you think food. About, no. <laughs> You have to consume food to live, you know? Yeah. And I feel like that's probably why. Like, obviously, like, there's certain things when you do beauty and all of that. Yeah. There's a certain demographic that relates to getting their eyebrows done. Absolutely. And you we know? have. But every, every single person's down to have a vegan burger, maybe? Or yeah. Burger. <laughs> it's true. I think that's something that I will say with Hoboken Girl differentiates us because we do so much of the food stuff, but then we also bring in the lifestyle and the beauty and the stuff that people there really, you know, wasn't, there was a void in the market for that. People were like, where do I go for that stuff? Mm-hmm. But food, it's so funny. We know as soon as we post a food post that it's like, okay, guaranteed yeah. like especially engagement. Openings. Yes. Especially openings. Oh yeah. And like no restaurants, matter what it is. like, yeah, yeah, it's so true. Um, where do you think marketing is going the next stage? Like, you know, obviously TikTok is now coming into the game. Yeah. You know, <laughs> podcast, do you think TikTok's here to stay? You know, I mean, we, people thought Vine and Periscope are here to stay when you think about it. Yeah. I, I'm i a big Gary Vee person yeah. and I love, he has a lot to say about it. I mean, I think he, I haven't actually heard him talk too much about TikTok besides the fact that he does videos on YouTube and yeah. they probably get shared there. But I think that um, TikTok is something to take note of. It's similar to Snapchat, it's kind of similar to Instagram. So it just depends on the demographic you're looking for. I think that for us, TikTok, we have it, but it's not anything that people are dying to be using mm-hmm. um, in our demographic of like right. 20s, 30s, 40s, living in a uh, busy area. Yes, they might look at it for funny stuff, but that's really not our brand Like to give them... You know, that, humor. Yeah, kind like, of way. yeah. It's, it's like, like we'll do a meme, we'll do all yeah. that stuff. And we do videos of our uh, different people that we're featuring, but it's not something at TikTok. I don't know. But I will say, like, marketing in general, it's always changing. So it's so good to be open to whatever is coming. Like, like sign up for that account just in case it becomes yeah, big. Right. Like, you know, just get a TikTok for Obagel. Like, yeah. you know, just in case that's where it's going. Mm-hmm. And you never know. Like yeah, the 15-year-old. You're going to see me dancing with dough. Just I like, know. Doing, I mean. Doing it, just doing my thing. People are. People are giving <laughs> so much. I mean, people are getting so much on TikTok because it's so new that if they break out now, this is like the Instagram of 2012. Like, if you break out now, like you could, it just depends on what you're selling. Like th- if you're a comedian, it's perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think that's where it comes down to. I think it's going to, the only way TikTok can, 
can evolve is if it transitions to other things. So for example, Instagram first started as a photography base, right? right? And so just as photography, you got to do a cool landscape, cool filter, this and that. We all know where the hell Instagram is now. Yeah. TikTok started now as like, you know, you know, a bunch of 13-year-olds 13 13 dancing around <laughs> doing whatever the hell they were doing. Right. You know what I mean? But once, <laughs> once it transitions that maybe right. a 15 second video, video you have to, I think I it's just about just being creative with that. that. That's, That's what, what you know, Kendall and I have been discussing about yeah. with David yeah. how we can I'm not going to be dancing every video, but if there's a way that we can figure out like think about the next step of TikTok potentially. Yeah. That's what I think food businesses have to um, dude, I think just, food it actually makes sense for. Yeah, like you know, just showing a sandwich. Oh my god, whatever. all you do is like cheese bowl yeah. or show what you're making that day. Any, I mean, that would be easy. Yeah, but it's a, it's a, for a brand like Hoboken Girl, we, news, you yeah. know, it's it's a different beast. I mean, mm-hmm. you could definitely do it. I've been I've been researching it more, but I'm I'm just uh, you know dragging my heels because it's another. Thing. <laughs> who do, who do you who do you look for for that? I imagine you're not handling all the social all the time, if ever anymore. I mean, yes and it's, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, you mean as far as like? I guess just, just yeah. I mean, who? I mean, you have a team, right? So I yeah. assume you're brainstorming with them on yeah. if TikTok to make sense, should we even get on it? That kind of thing, you know. Whenever yeah. you did, and then. Um, I guess just kind of brainstorming for the future for TikTok or anywhere else. That's all internal. It's tough. I mean, it's funny. We used to use, we, I mean, as a team, I would say we, we all talk about it. Uh, Jillian on my team, uh, she's been with me for three and a half years helping with social. Uh, she works full time in the city, but she does, you know, social media with us too. And she's a wealth of knowledge because she works for a social media company. Perfect. So she always As gives stuff. Scoop. Yeah. And then my other, I have a, I have a few good friends in the media world that are really in the social media realm of like what's coming. And, um, you know, that really, that, that is really valuable information. Like if the sure. big brands are doing it, we should be doing it in some way. Right. Um, you know, and just kind of, I, I almost like look to my mentor brands, as I call them, that are... Who are your mentor brands? <laughs> who are people you look up, what are brands that you look up I, to? I would say, you know, Betches is one that I love. Mm-hmm. Um, they're different vibe than us a little bit, mm-hmm. but like I love them. I like the Every Girl is really great. Elite Daily. Um, I'm trying to think of other ones. And then, you know, I actually, you know, NJ.com, as much as it's more hard news they have a really good lifestyle section and i i definitely really think that they just seeing what they do and their their amount of people that follow mm-hmm. uh, just a, a statewide thing is awesome so those are i would say my top ones but it, it varies i also really like there's just some brands socially that i like like chill town if you've heard of them i've heard um, of them yeah it's you know just a like spa type thing, but they do such an awesome Instagram feed. And so things like that are sometimes fun to just see how they're doing and what they're doing. If they're, if they're getting on TikTok, maybe I should be getting on yeah, TikTok, right. you know? So did you, um, did you have any mentors growing through a whole book girl? Do you have any mentors currently right now? How do you go about even finding those mentors and who are they? Yeah. So I had a, my, my friend, Christine, she runs NJ mom. If you guys yeah, know okay. of that, uh, she has, turned into almost a mentor. She, she was working at the digest and then she, um, took her brand. She started NJ mom and it just blew up and she was full time before I was. And she was a big instrumental person in just, you know, you, you could do this. Like I'm doing it. You could definitely do it, you know? And so I really talked to her a lot. Um, and then I also hired a business coach. Um, Mm. and that was, it was pretty awesome because Dennis, my business coach is, 
my dad's age. Like he's never been in media, nothing of that sort, but it was a perfect like person. That's a little bit like talking to my dad would be great. He's a businessman, but it's it's still like subjective, you know, whereas like working with a business coach, it really helped me. Um, just what does he help you with? He helps me with just, well, I hate like looking at my financials and like these things that are, it's it's just too much. Like he's like, your head's in the business. I get you outside the business for like, two hours a week or cool. two hours a month. So yeah, he was, he's been great. And I asked him when I first interviewed him, like to be my coach, do you have any media experience? He's like, absolutely not. But I've been the CEO of three companies that have, you know, been huge. And it, it really sold me on just how he, any business is similar in a lot of ways. So sure. it, of course there's differences, but yeah, he's helped me a lot. It's smart because I think it's all about also being, you know, being a leader, you have to be super self-aware and understanding what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are. So it's like, yeah, yeah he might have not been good with media, but you saw that his strengths countered yours. You know? Absolutely. So what I didn't have. Yeah. yeah. Is there certain yeah. things that you, what do you love to do? With Hope? What's like the perfect day? Like if you could just pick the, the assignments that you're given, what would yeah. you do? Ooh, that's a good one. Well, I actually love getting to inbox zero, so I'd probably <laughs> start with email so I can enjoy my morning. Um, and then, you know, I, I think we do a lot of, we do a lot in the community where we go to a place, we video, we take photos, we talk to business owners. I mean, I love, I would say probably record a podcast with some cool person mm-hmm. in the morning and then, uh, you know, have lunch with a local business owner at a place, you know, I'll take my team and we would go to support a local business. And then maybe in the afternoon, we'd write a really banging post for news to spike the traffic. And, <laughs> um, and, you know, I think something that we love to do when we don't have that much time to do, well, I personally don't, is like be creative with our social. So I would say the rest of the time I'd spend just walking around taking photos of everywhere and really being able to beef up our social content and just our archives of what we can use for new posts and oh this is a new place I I just like my core like love is the community the people interacting with them and you know making sure uh, we're really covering every aspect I love that yeah what uh, kind of on that note I mean when you get up every morning, what, 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 why are you so fired up? Like what motivates you, um, just on a daily basis? You know, it's a good question because I think there's many things. Um, I'm, I'm running a business of course, but I'm, I just love living here so much and I love every time, you know, I think every day that we create content, we really curate it. Like we, we're not just, Oh, throw that up, throw that up. So it's really about like the creativity piece for me. Like I'm, I'm just very into making sure everything is like what it should be on the site. And like, I want to, if I want to read it, then you, you know, I hope my readers want to read it. So it would be, you know, really just making sure that things are really, really awesome. And then I think also giving my team, you know, of course I'm helping them like they're, they're living like, you know, like you, yeah. you know, and, I mean, you guys have businesses where you're helping people like live their lives. Like mm-hmm. they, because of me, like my, my assistant can fly to Puerto Rico, you know, yeah. like it's like, these things yeah. where it's, these people like are the backbone of what I do and it's not just about me anymore, right. you know? So, um, yeah, I think those would be the things. Very cool. Yeah. What's, um, like, why, why do you love Hoboken so much? Is there like something that sticks out of, of why, <laughs> Um, um, and are you a Hoboken lifer or what? 
I know yes. we can see the future, but <laughs> I know. I mean, yes, I love Hoboken. We almost bought a place in Weehawken a while ago, and people were like, "My friends were like, you can't do that. Like, that's not okay." And I was like, "Okay, but it's more than just me. I'm not like yeah, Hoboken yeah, sure. girl. Like, I could, I could live somewhere else and still, I'm happy you know, yeah." Like six kids in two bedrooms, right? I have to stay here. I know. I know. Yeah. No, I think that. Um, wait, what was the question? <laughs> Why do you love Hoboken? Like, is there I something mean, that sticks out? Let me count the ways. Yeah. So, I think it's just the community vibe. Sometimes it's almost to a crazy point. I'm sure you guys feel the same way. Mm-hmm. Like, you walk around and you're like, I'm just not in the mood to like shoot the shit today. But yeah. like, but most of the time I am. So it's like I'm good. I'm totally also, fine. I'm also good with it. Like, I feel like within Hoboken, it's kind of like when you're walking around college. Like, like it's okay just to say hi and walk. Yeah. Yeah. Hi. Totally. Yeah. Like they have to. Yeah. Yes, people get weird like that, that when they see and they're second. like, "Oh, do I like?" Yeah, it's, like okay. yeah. it's the first split second. If you even stop your pace yeah. or slow it down a little bit, then you're automatically yeah. a conversation. You just gotta keep going. I gotta train. I hate when people avoid it. Like, just, that's weird. Yeah, that's I agree. Just that's just rude. Yeah, you're like, "Hi, what's up? Move on." Yeah, gotta go to a meeting. Yeah. See you soon. Yeah. No, so it's good. no, I but I love that most of the time. Yes. <laughs> I'm big on like, small um, talk and all yeah. that. Yeah, it's nice. It's it's so great to be able to walk around, and I think it's just like accessibility. Like I never was, I never lived so close to New York City. Obviously, I grew up I grew up in North Jersey, but not accessible. And it's so amazing to be able to get to New York in ten minutes and be able to do whatever you want, and then come home. And right. and also, I mean this. Of course, this neighborhood is just, there's so many local businesses here. There's just so much to do. I never feel like I have to leave. I might leave to go to Jersey City, but right. that's it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, being so close to New York, I think people assume we're there all the time, but yeah. literally, no, it's I've like gone months without having to go because yeah. there's so much here. Yeah. There's not much to go. Mm-hmm. Right, right. There's Maybe somebody's birthday yeah. or whatever, but... No, totally. There's really nothing. I remember, you know, three years ago we spoke, and I remember talking to you, and I give you a lot of credit because, like, when you first started the blog, I also remember even telling, like, asking, like, why don't you highlight yourself more aggressively with Hoboken Girl? Yeah. Um, yeah, you did ask me yeah. that. I remember that. And then, and then you were, and you were, and you were talking, talking about, about, you know, what the, the vision, vision was. Why don't you explain that? Like, and <laughs> what the vision is. I feel like, like a lot of bloggers, they want to grow their business, business right? Right. And I think they just focus on themselves Thems- a little yeah. too much. So why don't you speak And not the brand. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, I think that was always my feeling about it I wanted I even when I started I was very like I didn't even give like show my face for over a year I think mm-hmm. it was kind of like a hidden identity it was kind of the time that like Gossip Girl um, if you remember was like was popular I and watch chick flicks now yeah. I'm married so I, I watch all Bravo <laughs> well, TV shows tell your wife she's Gossip gotta rewatch Girl, Gossip Girl all six TV seasons before I was married so that's why I'll never yeah, have you're no lucky. knowledge of it um, but I, lo- I mean it was funny I watched that in college and it kind it became a thing you know to be like secretive like here's what's going on here Mm -hmm. and I just think that there's so much I am not Hoboken right like I live here I love it my grandparents you know lived in this area and 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 had businesses here but it doesn't you know define me but I want to define it through the brand and so you know I think that it's just a place like it's a magical place and I think that making sure that we highlight it in such a way that makes it really uh, 
some place that people want to come and there's more to it than parking problems <laughs> and and um you know really keeping true to Hoboken versus me because it really it, it was never about me yes it was like where I got my hair done or something mm -hmm. at some point but yeah. now it's fun because it's all the contributors like where one contributor went instead of just me yes. and it's and I think also I'm you know just a boring white girl like I don't have all that there is in Hoboken to share mm -hmm. you know so I think having a diverse team and really having people with different experiences I mean people on our team have grown up here they live somewhere besides Hoboken they live you know it's just really great to have a, a mix of people and be able to really talk about it I just never wanted it to be about me it's different perspectives right. of people yeah you know, just the complexity of Hoboken just moved here so mm -hmm. if you have all those different perspectives of yeah that's cool yeah I just want to know what um and this is far in advance but do you have a vision like what is the vision for Hoboken Girl in 12 months versus five years from now yeah um, it's a good question <laughs> It's a, little, it's a big question, long yeah. game. Um, you know, I I want to continue to grow Hoboken Girl here, but I think we're really gaining a North Jersey audience. We hit over a million unique people on the site last year. Wow. Um, it's Yeah, thank you. And so people, you know, from all over contact us saying, I'm coming to Hoboken, I'm coming to this area, I love your site, you know, and, and keeping that kind of growth going. Um, and then I really, you know, we're starting something. I haven't really released any... Thing about it yet, but I can share a little bit about Heard it. Here first. I, <laughs> um, we're starting. It's kind of, I don't know how intense it's going to be. I, I've seen the plans with my developer, but it's like an HG LinkedIn. And so it's going to be like a local place where you can post a job as a business. And then also you can post your resume as a person because there's so many people who move here and they want a part time job. So they want to post their resume. Um, and then there are people that, like business owners that want, like just a line cook or a person to help a, in the front office. Exactly. An and there's really, yes, there's indeed, there's all those things, but since we're a trusted source locally, we're trying to expand that. So it's very, very it. cool. Yeah. Right. Before we transition to the lightning round, if people oh are contacting you about Hoboken, what is like the ideal day? Like if you have friends coming from out of Hoboken, what is the kind of day that you Ooh. show them for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and then I guess maybe like an activity or a late night spa? <laughs> Oh, that's good. Okay, breakfast, I would say, if it's a weekend, Anthony David's, I love, or La Isla downtown. Uh, for lunch, well, I feel like it would be like a late lunch, but probably like walk on the waterfront, something like that. And then lunchtime, I mean, I love a good... It just depends on what we're we're doing, but yeah, like fair. maybe an like, activity yeah, for lunch. Yeah, like then. an activity. Um, a lot of meals. Maybe we go like we go like climbing at Gravity Vault. Uh, maybe have lunch at a Raleigh because it's right there. Have mm -hmm. some cocktails. Like go into the evening. Um, and then you know I'm a big nerd. Like I love history. So if they were interested, it would depend on the friend. Yeah. But we could go to like the Hoboken Museum. Uh, we could do the Frank Sinatra walking tour if it's like a nice day. And when you do a walking tour in Hoboken, it's a mile square, so you really get you can go anywhere and you're not going that far. Mm -hmm. um, and I'd probably say you know if it's one of my friends who wants to shop, there's a bunch of shops we could go to. Um, dinner that's a tricky one because there's so many good places. Um, probably if we could get in Augustino's, I'd probably call them last minute and cross my fingers. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah and then uh, some. I do love the Heights and I love the you know downtown Jersey City. So I would say if we were 
kind of getting out of here, I would mm-hmm. say Busy Bee Organics for an afternoon snack. Great, like, little desserts and stuff. Walk around the Riverview Park in Jersey City. Um, and then, yeah, if we did dinner in Jersey City, maybe Lyco's on Terhune Avenue, if oh, you guys you know. know. Oh, Lyco's. It's kind of like the Augustinos of uh, was Jersey like, City. Was like refined 90s Italian? Yeah, kind of. No, yeah, and, yeah. And uh, no, it's good. I, no, I, I don't want to sound like I'm. Whoa, shit you're off about your to mouth, get. Stephen. <laughs> I think Augustinos is fantastic. I think it's great, but I think it's just like it, it's a. It's a. It's a. It's yeah. the perfect version of your of your mom's like Italian food. Yes. Great chicken parm. Great chicken fanchese, but it's not reinventing yeah. the wheel. No. Hey, so I'll let you. Just, I'm gonna let you speak those words, and I'm not <laughs> kidding. <laughs> I think all of seems fantastic. Christine, we're sorry. No. <laughs> um, yeah, and then if sorry, I could go on and on, but 15, yeah, 15 Fox Place. Have you guys heard of that? That would be the no. other one. If we were going fancy I've and like that. an anniversary that. birthday, 15 Fox Place is a house in Jersey City. Yes, I have been there. I went there for awesome. Valentine's Day. Yeah. New Year's, New Year's. And it's really cool. It's oh, like it's like ninety dollars, yeah. like no menu. And they bring out six courses. It's BYO, and it's so fun. It's in a house. It's awesome. Sweet. Highly recommend. Yeah. Like you feel My like buddies went there. That's how I've heard. Yeah, it. yeah we went for. Cool. We have like a friends giving every year, and we. And it's the family owned go. and operated. Yeah, and it's like all. It's like the dad, the brother. Yeah, yeah it's really cool. So that, that is cool. and then we'd probably go out at like. I mean, I love the Madison, so I was there on Saturday. Nice. <laughs> pig and Parrot or the Madison, but I'm getting you, a little old yeah, for the Pig and Parrot. It depends parrot. Who, who you're with. If you're with your, your 28-year-old, yeah. age is just a number. Come yeah. on. <laughs> I went with my cousin to Pig and Parrot last week, too, and I was like, wow, I am... I don't know. I was this scrolling like, by one time cool. on Saturday, late Saturday night, and I saw Adam twerking it on the, on the bar top. Yep, yep. Is that before or after the shirt came off? Huh? Oh with his pizza hat. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely had that on. It's good. All right. So speaking of dinner, mm. lightning round, mm. dinner with three people, dead or alive, who oh, are gosh. they? And why? Actually, just who is fine. Why is good, but then it's not lightning. It's more like a thunder oh, round. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, like, I like that. That was a quick one. That was good. Well, that was Fast a stupid dad feet. joke. You guys didn't. Yeah. I, 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 I fully sense. expected to get made fun of, though. No, honestly, Thank you. Thank I you. Think for being that was a dad joke, but it was good. This is good. time for me to think about <laughs> it because I do think that the thunder round might be the new term. Yeah, that's so good congratulations, because dude. on my podcast, I do the lightning and it's a rapid fire and it's hard. People, it's 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 a struggle. You heard it first. Thunder round. Thunder. Thunder. Oh my gosh, but now I have to actually think about my oh, answer. Uh, <laughs> who sings that thunder song? Like the thunder. Thunder. Well, that one too. Yeah. We found our music for the podcast. The only reason I heard that is because in, nah, I'm not going to talk, talk about my high school football <laughs> days, but that was the song. That's really funny. Three people, dinner, dead or alive. Okay. Who are they? This is a Motley random crew. Okay, so I would say... Um, probably Michelle Obama. I really think she's an amazing uh, woman and just role model for women, children, people. Um, I would also say uh, Gretchen Rubin, which is kind of a random one. She lives in New York City, um, so I feel like I'm al- I could almost have dinner with her. Yeah. Uh, she's a writer who really changed my life just through her books. Uh, her books are called the. She started wrote the book The Happiness Project, mm. and it's all yep. about being happy where you are and where you live and making your home and your life just 
happy instead of it's like the antithesis of eat pray love mm. so like you don't need to like go to bali to be happy yeah. you like literally Internally. you just need to find happiness where you are um so i would love to have her because she studies human happiness and i would say will ferrell for my third because I, <laughs> I just need a little i just look at him and i laugh i know yeah. purdy is not that funny in person like he's mm-hmm. kind of like serious but i don't care yeah i just look at him yeah all right one superpower what would it be Ooh, um, the ability to go back in time and tell people that I love that have passed, like what, like they, how they much they mean to me more. Well, they just teared up to be honest. Oh, so <laughs> do you, do you use my that? grandma. Do you use that now though, in terms of like people that are, that are here that you're close with to like make sure they Yeah. Know? I mean, I think yeah. that it's something that, you know, yeah, it's kind I'm of a superpower that. you can just have. It's love not that. really a superpower. It's like yeah. Just, yeah, just we have that power. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was that's deep. Awesome. I actually like. Deep. I felt that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I'll, I'll refrain. He's he's tearing um, up right now. <laughs> I guess I'll ask the next one. If you had a magic wand as mayor of Hoboken, oh jeez. Oh yeah, that's what fun. You fun. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I gave you the yeah. look. I mean, you gave me the look. I thought I was talking about the thunder round. I don't know if you wanted me to sing thunder again. This is landing in thunder today. Okay. Yeah. If you were if you were the mayor of Hoboken, what would you what would you start with? What would you do? Oh God. If you have a magic wand, like he just said, you could just like fix certain things. Oh man, magic wand. Yeah, I would probably say flooding. Be- mm. because as much as everyone complains about so many other things that is like a real issue like a real issue that like if that goes wrong nothing else matters we yeah. are like like we're on a list of like the top places that will be underwater by 2060 that's Whoa. good that's good just Perfect. so you guys know yeah, I sold enough bagels by <laughs> so enjoy so your life you. and <laughs> <laughs> all right so i agree with that it was a great one how about something more fun more positive magic fun magic wand i know i'm sorry i'm really that like one, no it's great that was, that was, I, it's real. I mean climate change is real guys no. it, is. <laughs> no, it is it is it's, 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 it's hard the fact that it's like a narrative that it's not as crazy yeah no, science it's science is science. It's something that shouldn't really be argued. I think we should start talk about other things. Like, I agree. The one is a real <laughs> um, so fun one. Yeah, Ooh, we'll fun one. I would. Oh, is this like this might be highly contested, but like, biz- I'm trying to think of how I would say this. Like businesses have to be, you like not maybe maybe there's like a cap on Italian restaurants or something like that because I feel yeah, like yeah, what is up with that it's like a lot there's I mean and there's some good like Il Tavolo I'm really excited there's, there's about Italian spots but but I love Italian food <laughs> I, I mean I think it's, I eat it like three times a week honestly honestly it really has everything to do with the, the high rents and yeah and and the fear it's all, it has everything to do with it's like it works time. so let's do it, it. works yeah it's people good. love it's, it's like it's a safe bet man and, and I just and taking have to, a massive risk like that to open a food business that's not something that people understand immediately. Yeah. It's risky. Yeah. I just talked to Alan from Hudson Table. Um, he was on my podcast and mm-hmm. he was he was saying it's something. It's And we were talking about like how we're kind of like little Italy over here. Yeah. So it like makes sense when you think of it that way. But then I think when you're in it, you're like, oh, like Italian food again, like another place. Yeah. But as much as like probably what's the most popular thing that you want to eat besides maybe like Obego or Lokito. <laughs> I probably eat Italian no, the most. Sure. And I'm it's, 100%. Yeah. yeah I'm so it's like. Street, what day is that? I'm going 10th Street tomorrow. Exactly. Like we always go. I'm go there once a week. I wish. I don't know if you can tell by my physique, but I have to cut back on that, my man. <laughs> yeah, no, it's. That's but great. that would be. That would. I mean, that's kind of a, the hard one, though. That's mean. Yeah. So no, I don't know. I understand. You want some more diversity. Yeah. Just, just change it up a little bit, people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. All right. So 
uh, we appreciate your time. Yeah. Thank uh, you for having we lo- me. We love the conversation. Check out our um, podcast too. Tea on, on the Hudson. Tea on the Hudson. Tea on the Hudson. On any Apple podcast, Spotify, everything. Yeah. All, all different ones. Yeah. Tea on the Hudson. It's, we just do interviews with local business owners and then kind of share the news and all the stuff happening. It's really fun. Amazing. Yeah. Well, so Thank you, Jen. Obviously is with Stephen O'Son. Yes. Anyways, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you got to come on <laughs> soon too. Episode Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, Jen. Oh, it's so it. great to see you. Thanks. Thank you all so much for listening. We really hope you enjoyed the conversation. Please feel free to give us a review on your favorite podcast platform and follow us on Instagram at last.dish. That's L-A-S-T dot D-I-S-H. Share with your friends, your family, your mailman, your dentist, the garbage man, everybody. Much love, people.